Hello everyone and welcome to the 11th episode of the David Lynch Marathon here on the Uncut Gems podcast. If you're one of our devoted Patreon supporters, thank you for supporting us and for joining us on this year-long journey. If you're not subscribed to our Patreon and you're listening to the trailer for it, welcome! We hope you enjoyed this little snippet of our conversation and that you will consider supporting us not just for the David Lynch retrospective, but also the movie tie-ins that connect to the regular show. But if you're listening to this at the end of October, this entire episode is temporarily free for 30 days on the Anka Gems Patreon page. So run on there and enjoy this full conversation, patreon.com slash pod. And today I am joined, as always, by the lovely hosts of Anka Gems, Jakub Flash and Randy Burroughs. How are you guys doing? Doing well. I'm ready to roll. Dreamy. Just dreamy. In a dreamy Shaking state. like Naomi Watts. yes we are here today to discuss one of the most acclaimed films of our main man david lynch uh and we need extra help for it because this is a this is a beefy one which is why we're joined by a very special guest youtuber and co-host of the jump crouch podcast horin look thank you for accepting our invitation horin it's good to have you here yeah i'm happy to be here i'm happy to talk about this great movie um it seems like it's the only movie that, like, when people are like, best movies of the 21st century, it's either this or In the Mood for Love, you know? So, <laughs> great there, will, there will be blood doesn't exist in this universe, does it? <laughs> no, no. Like, did, we Have just, you... did we just grow past it now? Like, she's like, ah, so 2005. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look at the sight and let's, we'll figure it out. Like, we'll look at the new sight and sound poll. I bet you it's just going to be in the mood for love and Mahal and Drive. It's just going to be those two. Everything else doesn't exist. <laughs> it's those two it, movies it's, repeating themselves. It <laughs> sucks because I, I, why Chuck came out in 1999. Imagine if that came out in 2000. We'd be talking about it all the time, but we're not because it came out a year too early. So yeah. whatever. You always got to wait for those, you know, like the decades to start over and all those things. Just... Magnolia would be in conversation as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe. That's a good we one. talk That's about there will be blood all the time when we could be talking about magnolia what happened no oh tame that cunt never mind. <laughs> I, I, I was expecting i was like yeah jacob's gonna say something from tom cruise's character and then <laughs> there he goes <laughs> predictable Just respect the cock <laughs> did you learn that you just i say mean that? these are valid statements you know like you can't you can't argue with him well i mean you can but i'm not touching that i'm touching that with a 10-foot pole that's a conversation for another episode but today we are here to continue our journey into david lynch's filmography last time we talked about something very simple quiet lovely tender emotional straightforward the straight story a lovely movie that all of us absolutely loved Today we're not continuing that tradition because after the straight story, David Lynch did something different. David Lynch did Mulholland Drive. I'm not trying to show you how to do the scene, but just watch me and I I think you'll understand what I'm getting at. Hank, don't sit so rigid. Just, Just relax. When the two of you are alone, and it's real comfortable. Like you've known each other forever. Even if you don't say anything, it's it's real comfortable. Hank, can you just clear the set? It's just 
There's too many people around here. Let's get this worked get out. Set. Get a sip, please. Everyone have a cup of coffee. Everyone, please. Can Diane stay? Yeah, sure, Diane can stay. Um, uh, Hank, let Diane stay. Mulholland Drive started off as a TV show. Even in the early stages, it was supposed to be a spin-off for Audrey Horn of Twin Peaks where she goes to Hollywood to maybe solve mysteries. Weird idea, rightfully so, it was scrapped by Lynch and by Frost. But then David Lynch kept having this idea for like, you know, uh, Hollywood, uh, the film industry, there's something rotten at the core of it. And, you know, I have characters, I have ideas. And ended up pitching a pilot for Mulholland Drive. And so they shot it in, in 1999. He showed it to the executives. They watched it and they were like, eh, <laughs> you know, we're getting cold feet right now. You know what, David? You know what, David? No, 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 no. Uh, we're scrapping this. We're scrapping it all together. This pilot didn't work. And David Lynch, rather than just, you know, deleting this 90-minute pilot, he was like, you know what? I'm a happy accident. You know, I'll I'll go forward. You know, they don't want it. I'll make something of it. And they ended up getting some extra financing from Canal Plus, for which he still had a deal with after Lost Highwind and, and um, the straight story. He managed to get some more money. He called back Naomi Watts, who was, you know, not a big name at the time or a name at all, was ready to go back to Australia. He was like, you know what? Mulholland Drive's been scrapped, but I'm making it into a feature. Let's let's finish this. Let's finish this project. I have an idea. Let's just do it. They did it. This idea premiered at Cannes. It ended up winning Best Director for David Lynch. It even ended up being nominated at the Academy Awards, the only nomination for Mulholland Drive. And now, you know, the rest is history. This is considered, like Orin said, one of the best movies of the 21st century. Highly acclaimed. It's in everyone's top picks for so many different reasons. But let's talk about it, because this is a very dense movie, a movie of two halves, a movie that goes in very different directions, primarily because of its original structure as a TV pilot, but also for other reasons that we'll get into. Orin, why don't you start off? What are your thoughts on Mulholland Drive, and what's your history with it? Uh, so, yeah, Mulholland Drive, gosh... <clears throat> This movie is just so important to me um, because, like, I was working at the Nor at the Northbrook Public Library, which is where I grew up, and we would always do these monthly screenings, and I was the usher there, so, like, we would show these, like, really nice 35-millimeter screenings of all these movies every month, and one month we did David Lynch. I had never seen a David Lynch movie at this point. I was, like, 15 years old or something. And in that month, I saw Mulholland Drive, Blue Velvet, Lost Highway. Uh, everybody hated it, like because this is like a suburb of Chicago. So they were like, <laughs> "There's this old woman who was yelling at the curator, like, this is a nice, this is a nice suburban place, and you're coming in here with these heinous ideas." Which is funny because I feel like Blue Velvet, as a movie, comments on that. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, like, of course, I'm watching these, like, my world's being rocked. Like, oh, my God, this is what film can be. And, and I think Mulholland Drive was my introduction to just nonlinear filmmaking, filmmaking that doesn't have, a, like, a clear idea of what is actually happening in the narrative, and it's up to interpretation. And I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a, such an important movie to me. I, I know it's kind of a cliche to say it's one of my favorite 
movies as a cinephile because it seems like it's always on people's best of the 21st century list but it deserves it <laughs> for, for like for me it really it really is always up there um as this really important movie that i think about all the time and that i love to wa- re-watch every year if you know, if, if not every six months sometimes it's like i've already <laughs> i've already Christ. watched it i've already watched it twice this year so there you go <laughs> an excuse is good to rewatch Mulholland Drive in my book, you know. Um, I agree. Jakub, how about you go next? Because oh, I, mix I, it I, up I, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know Randy will make me happy, so you know I want to finish on a nice note. <laughs> so uh, you know, just uh, watch your step, boys, because I'm gonna drop a. Sh- uh, what, what the? Um, oh what, my god. Uh, what what what's the uh, name of the uh, mushroom that you you look at you look at in the. Uh, uh in the supermarket and you think to yourself like this looks like a mushroom i could put in something and you actually put in something and it just like doesn't really belong it's called a shiitake but i call it a shit take so (laughs) (laughs) so jacob you're gifted man this is just incredible (laughs) yeah we love you jacob for the time being (laughs) (laughs) at least least my wordsmithery wordsmithery Smith Smithersons. I don't know the, the way I make words to, and, uh, out of nothing. At least this may be my saving grace because of what I have to say is may may actually and uh, some friendships may end in here. <laughs> oh, no. We just like, met. Like it's bad before it started. <laughs> like no, it's just in being completely honest. Mulholland Drive is a film that um like I went through a Lynch phase. I think what, right where I was. I think. I want to say like 15, 16. So that right at the time when Mulholland Drive was coming out, and this is a film I did not see. <laughs> so I don't know why. It wow. kind of just, I, I, I don't know. I ended up not seeing it until much, much, much later in my life. And then I really did not like it. <laughs> so so today I, it was my second time watching oh, this. So uh, yeah, it's weird. So uh, And then at the time when I was 16, I was like into like the shit like rabbits and dumb land. And like oh, I, I I was lapping it up like you know like Lost Highway was my favorite film like I got into Manson and 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 David Lynch at the same time this was the perfect storm I still missed out on this film and I don't understand why <laughs> the edges combo <laughs> so I don't have a logical explanation for this this is just how my life unfolded <laughs> so, so because I'm not gonna apologize for this but then like I caught up with this when I was already a grown ass man and then. And I'm watching this. Uh, so few, I think I want to say at this point, like five, six years back, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, "Wow, I'm not enjoying this one bit." Uh, and then, okay, fine, fine, whatever. Just wrote my review on Letterbox, got 19 likes out of this. It's like, great, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm just sitting down, and then we're, we're talking about doing this marathon like months back, and I'm just, oh, this is gonna be a, you know, an opportunity for me to kind of sit down and wrestle with this. Inadequacy, sort of, so to speak, like this scathing omission. Um, and so I sat down two two days ago, and it didn't get any better. In fact, I don't like it. It's just, and I'm trying to parse why this is because on paper I should like this, I really should. And I, and then there was a moment I want to say two thirds through the film, I had to get up, go to the bathroom, put pour cold water on my face, and just <laughs> slap myself just to. <laughs> stop myself from falling asleep oh, because no. jesus christ this movie just bores me i don't and then i have no idea what i mean i think i have a, what, an idea why because for for me 
it's completely uh, i mean i see i see all the sunset boulevard sort of connotations i see vertigo i see all i see i think i see everything i need to see in here and it still doesn't take me i kind of I, I look at it and i'm just like this is a performative situation like i'm looking at the film at a filmmaker just really indulging and i'm and i think it switches me off a little bit so i think like lost highway i could i could be pulled back from the brink as a grown-ass man again and then saying like yeah i can see this as a midlife crisis film like you know like and especially when when i i don't know when when i connect the dots and see the his saxophone solo at just just like you know sexual solo sexual congresses like this is this guy masturbating just on a sax which is great but uh sadly I don't. I don't. I, there is no. There is no saving grace for 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 me in here. I think I see a, a lot of what I should see in here, but for some reason, this movie does not really take me viscerally. As in, like mm. I can, I can look at some. I can. I can get into sort of like Kyle MacLachlan's shoes in Blue Velvet, and then imagine I'm in the wardrobe while while Dennis Hopper goes, "Mommy, call me mommy," or or something like this, and then and and I feel something like i feel like i'm uh, like this filmmaker's touching me in a way i this is coming across very mm. wrong but then i think <laughs> I, so i like when david lynch is touching me and i think in moho and drive david lynch is predominantly touching it himself and uh and I, and he's forcing me to watch it and i'm not sure this is uh, and i'm not sure this is there's consent that's missing somewhere here like i didn't sign an affidavit for this oh and <laughs> so, you press play so so, so he's like so suck me, suck me down and, just, and then he goes like look david lynch saying to me like look i'm gonna show something good and it's like why why are you unzipping dave dave dave, dave. like no bad david <laughs> so this is this is my experience watching dave, david lynch's more home drive i think he's kind of for me falling a little bit too far into his own self-indulgences because he's revisiting quite a lot of this sort of material or quite a lot of uh, <sighs> thematic sort of uh, context and even the artifice that... If you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety, head over to our Patreon over at patreon.com uncutgemspod where for three bucks a month you will get access to many more bonus podcasts from us on Uncut Gems, such as tie to our main show, themed retrospectives, and comprehensive director marathons like this one. Patreon.com slash is the place. Head over there and subscribe. <laughs>